Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, we're going to win in the end, all right, by Mark Safan from the 1985 teenage comedy Teen Wolf, if you will, starring James Hampton, Michael J. Fox, and, of course, Jerry Styles, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, one of the best 80s teenage comedies of its time, ladies and gentlemen, and win in the end. I think we're all going to win in the end, at least we hope to try to win in the end, but we welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling Debate, episode 90. Yes, folks, the big 9-0, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, here on Wednesday night, March the 7th, 2018, 3-7-18, ladies and gentlemen, and we welcome you to the best Wednesday night debate show out there, ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four, ladies and gentlemen, four four four. 7044, call ID 139925 pound, ladies and gentlemen. You can join us right now until 9 o'clock. I am your host, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. We are expecting a plethora of guests tonight here at the debate table, if you will, including the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Rattlesnake, Anel Patel. We are also hopefully expecting King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the very classy lady, if you will, the Black Widow herself, who I know will have a lot to spew venom, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, from Palmyra, Virginia, if you will, the one and only Miss Michelle Lindard. And, of course, speaking of winning the end, however, we're going to see in about four weeks' time, however, if someone's going to win in the end, or even this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, as we are counting down the days, hours, minutes, and seconds, ladies and gentlemen, to what should be a very interesting, well, 
four to five weeks, if you will. First off, of course, coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, live on the WWE Network, live at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Columbus, Ohio, if you will. It will WWE Fast Lane. And the question is, however, who will come out victorious in the end, if you will, in that fatal six-pack challenge? Will it be the phenomenal one, AJ Styles? Will it be the master of the pop-up powerbomb, Kevin Owens? Will this be Mr. Ole, 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 Sami Zayn? Will it be the show-off, Dolph Ziggler? Will it be the lone wolf, Baron Corbin? Or will it be the doctor of thugonomics, the 16-time champion, hoping to break Ric Flair's record and maybe uh, add another chapter to his legacy, the doctor of thugonomics, if you will, John Cena, going for a record 17th reign? We're going to find out how are coming up this Sunday in the six-pack challenge. Also, ladies and gentlemen, talk about winning in the end. Will we see the nature girl herself, Charlotte Flair, hold on to the title a little longer, if you will, heading into WrestleMania 34, as she will be taking on the leader of the Riot Squad, if you will, Ruby Riot and her minions, if you will, consisting of Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, if you will, however. Of course, uh, as you know, of course, uh, we saw what happened with Charlotte, of course, over the last few weeks at the hands of the Riot Squad. But Charlotte this time is making sure she wants to stay on top as the queen of SmackDown on Tuesday night and hold on to that SmackDown title as long as she can, heading into WrestleMania. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some other matches that will be, uh, let's just say, unique and glorious if you will, coming up this Sunday. And speaking of glorious, ladies and gentlemen, it will be the United States champion, Bobby Roode, defending his U.S. title, if you will, against the Viper, the master of the RKO, however, the Viper, if you will, coming up this Sunday. And after what's happened the last few weeks, however, with the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, if you will, the question is, will this match turn out to be a triple threat for uh, seeing who will capture the U.S. title? Will it be Bobby Roode holding on to the title? Will Randy Orton slither his way to capturing the U.S. gold for the first time? Or will Jinder Mahal be back on the scene and, let's just say, making a statement and reclaiming what was once his, if you will, and that is the U.S. title? Well, we're going to find out coming up on Sunday night. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, some other matches that will be on the card, if you will, this Sunday include the following. Becky Lynch, yes, folks, Becky Lynch, the last kicker, if you will, be teaming up with Team Glow Girl herself, Naomi, taking on Natalia Neidhart, the Queen of Hearts, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and Miss Money in the Bank, Carmella, in a tag team matchup. And yes, folks, the man who will be taking on supposedly AJ Styles, if you will, at WrestleMania, the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble, of course, just a few months ago, ladies and gentlemen, the King of Strong Style, if you will, and I believe the two-time NXT champion, if you will, Shinsuke Nakamura, will be taking on Rusev Day, if you will, with, I'm sure, Lana and Aiden English by his side, if you will, as it'll be a contrast of styles between Japan and Russia, if you will, or Bulgaria, whatever you want to call it, however, coming up this Sunday. But also, folks, we're going to talk about winning in the end because of what's going to happen in five weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, as we shift focus now from Columbus, however, all the way down to Bourbon Street in the French Quarter, if you will, to New Orleans. Yes, folks, New Orleans, Louisiana will be the place in five weeks' time, however, where WrestleMania 34 will be coming to you live from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And here are some of the matches that have been listed already on the docket. 
in a triple threat match as announced by GM Kurt Angle this past Monday night on Raw in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, if you will, or Milwaukee, whatever you want to call it, however. Kurt announced that The Miz, however, that's right, The Miz, with his minions, if you will, of Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, will be defending the IC title despite the fact that he will be a proud father two days before that, maybe, with his lovely wife, Maurice, and their new baby girl. And by the way, congratulations again goes out to The Miz and Maurice, of being mom and dad. Uh, much love to them. However, even though I'm not a fan of these guys that much on camera, I gotta say, how outside of wrestling, being a proud mom and dad for the first time, I'm sure that is gonna be a great feeling for both of those two, so Mazel tov to those guys, and hearty congratulations from all of us here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network to those two people. But The Miz will be defending his uh, IC title and hoping to hold on to the IC title just a little bit longer. We'll be taking on the master of the shield, if you will, the architect Seth Rollins, if you will, and of course the Demon Slayer King, and at one time the Universal Champion, if you will, the leader of the Two Sweet Club, if you will, Mr. Finn Balor. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Sheamus and Cesaro, however, the bar, of course, hoping to set the bar one more time, however, will be defending their tag team belts against possibly an unknown team at this point. We have heard rumblings, however, it could be one of two teams that could be in the running for this. Either it will be Akam and Rezar, the authors of Pain, coming up from NXT, depending on what happens in the Dusty Rhodes tournament, which is, of course, beginning tonight on NXT. And, of course, speaking of the authors of Pain, they will be in action tonight against the Shane Twins, if you will, however, in the opening round of the Dusty Rhodes tournament. And, of course, they are going to be led to the ring by their manager at one time, one of the most unique managers of all time and still a very unique manager in his own right, Precious Paul Ellering, if you will, possibly into New Orleans, however, at the Superdome, if you will, making their debut, however, and WrestleMania beginning, if you will, against the Bar Boys, maybe at WrestleMania in five weeks. Or there has been talk, however, it could be another two teams. One of them could be uh, the revival of Dash and Dawson, if you will, Wilder and... Uh, uh, Dawson, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. We'll have to wait and see what happens after what happened last Monday. We'll see if the Revival are going to get another opportunity to go after those tag team belts or if their uh, chances may have gone up in smoke after what happened last Monday. But there's talk. If they don't go for it or the authors of pain may go for it, it could be a surprise team. And we've heard an early scuttlebutt say it could be, maybe, surprisingly, the Young Bucks. Yes, folks, the Young Bucks, however, from Ring of Honor have been rumored to be talking with WWE, if you will, about possibly coming in, however, from ROH and making a special appearance for the first time ever at WrestleMania. The question is, will WWE sign the Young Bucks in time for WrestleMania or during WrestleMania week? We'll have to let you know about it and we'll be keeping up to date if we hear anything different. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the big match that was signed this past Monday night, of course, is now signed as well for WrestleMania. It will be the Olympian from Pittsburgh, Kurt Angle, and his, uh, well, let's just say his newest acquisition to the Raw roster, if you will, the judo champion herself, the two-time, let's just say, female, uh, let's just say, beast, if you will, as I like to call her, however, Rowdy, Rowdy, Ronda, however, if you will. Ronda Rousey will be taking on the game. And Stephanie McMahon, after what happened two weeks ago in Las Vegas, the contract signing, and then last Monday, however, things got intense even more this past Monday in Milwaukee. And it has now been signed. It is sealed. And, yes, it is going to deliver, I hope, what should be a very unique match, if you will, coming up at WrestleMania in 32 days, if you will, as it will be Kurt Angle and Rousey teaming up for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the game. And, of course, his wife, Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley Levesque, 
you will, in an intergender mixed tag team match, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, get ready. That one is going to be a very, very good match I can tell you about in more ways than one. And joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, right now, who will also be keeping us to date on what should be an exciting night over in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, he is, of course, Cindy Crosby's line mate, if you will, and he also knows how to cheer on the mighty black and gold in more ways than one. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to episode number 90, the two-time uh, champion, if you will, of the USR. H title and the pure title, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. He is, of course, the heartbreak kid himself, ladies and gentlemen, and a member of the Raw Radio Show on Mondays, and we hear him almost every night here on the other shows as well. Please welcome in my good friend from the uh, show, if you will, and he is saying hello to him right now, referring to our good friend, the Rousthinking El Patel, who we hope to hear from soon on the line. It is our good friend, Mr. Fonty. Fonty, welcome to number 90. Welcome to number 90. Yep, we're never... Yep, we're 10 away from 100 on the debate show, but welcome to number 90, yes. Yep, how you guys, how you doing, buddy? We're doing good. We're just talking about what is going to be a very interesting next five weeks. I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, Fastlane coming up this Sunday. It's going to be very interesting. Of course, the two matches have just been added. Of course, we started to talk about a little bit about WrestleMania, if you will, with some of the breakdown of the card, however. I did mention the tag team affair. I just got into the round Rousey Kurt Angle thing. I was just about to bring up the Brock Lesnar Paul Heyman thing, Howard, and I will do that in just a moment, Howard. But overall, I have got to get your early take on what WrestleMania and Fastlane are looking like, in your opinion. Um, uh, I didn't like it too much with the Miz and Triple Threat, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to uh, my man from Pittsburgh. Yes. Kurt Angle and uh, Roby Riots and the Triple H and Stephanie. Yes, we're definitely the looking for the big game. Oh, I want to see how that's going to play. Yes, I agree with Rousey. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be. Hopefully, I can watch it. Yeah, that'll I love to watch that. That'll be a good match in five weeks, no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, that is coming off five weeks from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, the week after Easter, Sunday night, April 8th, 7 p.m. bell time. Yes, folks, it is going to be crazy. And believe me, the week going into WrestleMania, Howard, is going to be even more crazy here on all the shows, Howard, including Raw Radio. We will have our WrestleMania predictions, ladies and gentlemen. We might have some bets being made. Also, of course, there will be opening day for Major League Baseball, and also it's going to be Final Four Championship day as the final four tournament will be held in San Antonio, Texas, the home of Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, if you will, coming up in just five weeks' time. Now, one of the other matches that has been really discussed heavily, and I know Anel is going to weigh in with this when he calls in in just a few moments. We're going to talk about this and hopefully we'll hear from Michelle on this too here tonight. If not, we'll hear from her in a little bit on Revolution, which, by the way, you can hear tonight. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to check that out, ladies and just after nine o'clock. It's Gerard T. Smith, and I will have your news headlines for you. And of course, hopefully by that time, we will hear from the birthday boy himself, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Again, we do want to wish John a very happy birthday today, as he is celebrating with some very good company, including Major Guns, Tylene Buck, if you will, who has uh, been known to be an adult film star as well as a former WCW wrestler. Diva, if you will. That's beside the point. What is the point, however, is the big match with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. We have talked about this at nauseum for the last several weeks. We do know that Brock Lesnar's contract is coming up very soon. There has been discussion he might be heading back to the UFC. But after what has well, happened... Well, uh, let me interrupt you on that one. Sure. I've been listening to uh, uh, 
box open? Yeah. Okay, I've been listening. Where Mark Henry and uh, David Tonga? Yeah. Well, they said about that Brock Lesnar. I um, they actually they are they don't want to see Roman Reigns winning. Hmm. But yeah. this is what they said. They like to see Roman Reigns win. Then Brock Lesnar is going to re, re-challenge him for mm-hmm. the title whenever the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania, whatever it is. Backlash. But what else I heard too, J.D., yeah. is Raw and SmackDown are going to be on, they're going to do two shows, mm-hmm. like two, like SmackDown and Raw on mm-hmm. one pay-per-view. Instead of doing one one all raw, then the next the next month SmackDown like they're doing now, but uh, they're gonna do in one pay per view mm-hmm. raw and SmackDown come in one pay per view. Right, like I heard they're gonna whatever right. whatever that too. Is. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, it could be a backlash yeah, right in, in, in late, late April, early May. You're right, right after the yeah. NFL draft. That's right, coming up in May. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, but let me ask you this, and I've, I've brought this up so many times with everyone, you, Anel, John, Chad, uh-huh. Michelle, and everyone. I mean, I mean, I keep repeating myself and saying this question. I'm going to ask it again. We know that he's talking about going to UFC. We do know this. The question I don't is... I think, but if he was, then he was just going to... He's going to just go all out against Roman Reigns and the next day and say goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Now, I was just going to ask you, well, you just, you just, you just answered my question, but you just answered my question. I was going to ask you, but let me ask you this now. This is another question I'll ask. And I've asked this before. We know Bobby Lashley is in early talks with WWE about coming back. Does Bobby yeah. Lashley show up here at mania weekend or do they wait till that Monday night or the following week to bring him in? What would you do? I think they're going to do Monday night, I think the next day. I would think so too. Yes, I agree. Well, I, who, who knows? Well, another you never thing, know. You never that's, know. True. that's true. You never know. Well, yeah. one other thing that they are discussing, how, and this, this is one thing that makes me cringe, and I talked about it last night when I did the news, however, obviously, is one guy who is in early discussion talks however, about coming back to the WWE, a guy who really buried the WWE the last time he was in the company, Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio, whatever you want to call him, Taco Mix, whatever you want to call him, it doesn't really matter. But I don't know why WWE is giving him a chance, considering he buried that company for six months when he was with Paige, and now he's like playing all nice and this and that, even those contracts up with Impact next month, however we understand. I mean, I think right now, and I've said this so many times, TNA is on borrowed time more and more. I just think right now, if they're smart, they ought to pull the plug out right now and just say, guess what? After 15 years, we're closing down shop. We're selling our talent to Ring of Honor. We're selling our talent to the indies, whether it be in Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, or someone else, because right now, however, we're just we're not getting by with what we're getting by with. I mean, the talent is just not there. I mean, it all started when Dixie Carter thought she could get Billy Corgan into buying her company from her daddy, and then, of course, we saw Jeff Jarrett come back. That has turned out hey, to be... Hey, we finally got a power play. Wow. 
Well, well, I just I don't know what they're doing wrong. I mean, they're doing a lot of things wrong right now. And in case you're wondering, Fonzie was telling us about the power play there, folks. It is the interstate showdown tonight, Howard, along I-76, if you will, between the Philadelphia Peng- Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Can't grab what are you bailing about? What are you bailing? It's a grabbing. You can't grab but, one But uh, as we said earlier, folks, they <laughs> were not sure originally they were going to have this game because of the weather. And I know over the East Coast, we're thinking of a lot of people over there, Howard, New York, Boston, and D.C. They are getting pelted with very serious weather over there. Fortunately, we knock on wood. We haven't got anything bad here, however. But I'll tell you what, we're thinking of all those people over there. But as I said, folks, I think TNA right now has just got to close down shop. I mean, I'm sorry. The last four or five years, they haven't done anything right. They thought Josh Matthews, when they brought him in, was going to do something. He hasn't done anything. Mike Tanay, yeah. Mike was bringing a freaking, what's the face? Dixie Carter. Dixie. Dixie Carter, the owner of TNA, back to television. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she hasn't done anything. Uh like I said, they brought they thought they could uh, do something with Abyss. They thought they could do something with like I said, Sting and AJ Styles and all these guys. I mean, I don't know, I mean they're cutting their pay per view budget in half. They're trying to do in fact I think they did this however right around early January, how right after the first of the year, early mid right before the rumble. They did like a, I think like a whole week straight how or like less than a week like not even a whole week or four or five days like 12, 13 different tapings that would stretch a three-month window. I mean, they're like WCW. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. WCW was way better than TNA. Yeah, but then they ran into the same... The WCW and TNA have the same similarity. And, I'll, and I'm well, sure... They had a better owner than... Well, yeah they, did. yeah, they did. But uh, at the same time, they had owners, however who would make money hand over fist, but at the same right. time, they would do things, however, that were brass-ass backwards. I mean, take a look what they did, what was it, eight years ago. They tried to go up against WWE a couple times on Monday night, if you remember back in the day. And that failed. Yeah, I remember. That yeah. failed miserably. The problem with TNA, however, I'm still going to call it TNA, because I'm not, I mean, I'll call it TNA, and I'll call it Impact. I don't care what I'll call it. Long story yeah. short, they ran into a snafu because not only Dixie Carter ran that company wrong, but people who stepped in after her. Case in point, yeah. the guy I always bash, and I continue to bash this man because I have nothing better to do, and he is worth bashing about, and that's Vince Russo. Vince Russo, to me, thought oh, he could Yeah, he might thought... just have you in there. <laughs> What's that? I said, you should, you should be an owner for TNA. You're way better than him. You're but right. I, I can think of some better ideas. Yeah, right. But, I mean, the problem with Vince Russo is he thought, and I've said this before, when he left WWE back in 1999 to go to WCW, however, mind you, however, he could actually think he could write television like he did in WWE with WCW. He brought Jeff Jarrett back with him, and he thought he could push Jeff Jarrett to the moon and sky. Well, guess what? The reason why it went out of business is because of people like that, and also because they thought they could do things that they did back in the mid to late 80s, like reform the varsity club with Dr. Def Steve Williams. They thought they could keep their mid-carters like Eddie Guerrero, Jericho, Benoit, and Saturn and Malenko, all those guys happy. Well, guess what? It was part of, That didn't work. Did it. it didn't really work because all they would do is whine and bitch and piss and moan, and for good reason. Kevin Sullivan, I'm sorry, 
as much as a decent wrestler he was at times, he was a little strange, and he still is a strange bird, no doubt about it. But I will say this. I think, and I said this before, I think the real final death sentence for WCW came when Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit, and Saturn all jumped ship back in 2000. That was the final nail in the coffin. And then you figure, oh, Hulk Hogan's still around. He's going to play his creative control all the time because it's in his contract and he's making X amount of bank over the younger talent and keeping the younger talent down like Triple H did back in the day at that same time whenever the McMahon-Helmsley thing took off. But the problem was, how you had three federations, and basically Vince was sort of like the Don Corleone of the company because he inherited it from his father, being the Michael and everything like that. And I'm not disparaging anything bad about this, but I will say this. How he went out there, and he basically put the gun to everyone's head and said, Either give me your territory of superstars, I'm going to take action against you. So, I mean, that's what happened. And that's why you saw people like WCW and ECW went out of business. And speaking yeah. of Florida, ladies and gentlemen, let us now turn into our good friend, Heller, who is back with us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 90 here for the Wrestling Debate. He was with me earlier tonight here on Wrestling Outside, uh, uh, outside the Ropes, if you will. Let us welcome him back again onto the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, the Rattlesnake, Anel Patel. Anel, welcome to number 90. Thanks. Uh, Fonzie, you were saying something earlier before. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, right. well, I'm going to give you an update with ACC tournament, Sakurat. Okay. Virginia Tech, 49, Notre Dame, 31, with 13 hmm. and a half well, minutes Notre Dame's done. They had to win this game tonight to get in. <laughs> what's, the update on, what's the update on the hockey game? Uh, 0-0. Zero, 0-0? Zero. Okay, so we got an yeah. update on that game, but then... Uh, like I said, yeah. how Fonzie is keeping us up to date on the ACC tournament there as well, on what's going on between Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Of course, I yeah. think North Carolina plays tonight. Yeah, yeah, they play tonight right after Notre Dame or Virginia they Tech. They will be playing, I believe, Syracuse, yeah. correct? Syracuse, yep. Yep, Jim yep. Beheim squad. So North Carolina will be in action tonight. That, of course, should do well in that game. I think Syracuse is going to be for a little tournament starts tomorrow, J.D. Right, and in Washington. Uh, Duquesne playing Richmond. Yes. Duquesne, yes. Oh, is it tonight they're playing? No, they play tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay, I thought it was tonight. Uh, thank yeah. you very much, Fonzie. And Fonzie, of course, also telling us there is another tournament going on besides the ACC tournament that is going on right now up in Brooklyn, New York. And, of course, as Fonzie said, uh, Virginia Tech is crushing Notre Dame right now. The Fighting Irish Little Leprechauns, if you will, might have their tournament bubble burst. However, they had to win tonight in order to keep their hopes alive after beating Pitt yesterday by three, despite the fact they did not play a great second half hour and were up by 16 at one point. We'll probably see their season in bubble burst to come to an end. And as Fonzie said earlier, the Duquesne Dukes, of course, how Pittsburgh will be playing host tomorrow to the Richmond Spiders at 6 p.m. tomorrow night in the first round of the Atlantic 10 tournament there, down there in the nation's capital at the uh, Verizon Center, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we'll see. The Verizon now it's Capital One Center. Capital One Center, thank you. Yeah, Capital One Center. It was Verizon before, right? It's had so many names. Yeah. Capital One is Verizon, you're right. Uh, but anyway, uh, like I said, Sunday, of course, we will find out who the four number one seeds are. However, of course, we will see which teams are playing in what cities. I can tell you right now, in my opinion, I think you're going to see at least either Virginia or Villanova come to Pittsburgh. I think that's the plan. I think you're going to see a good amount of fans make the trip up from oh, Charlottesville and over shot, Philly. Rob? What's that? One of the Flyers took a cheap shot on Brian Russ. Oh, surprise. It was probably Keith Prem. It was probably um, Wayne Simmons, I would think, because Wayne no, Simmons used to bat for this. But, like I said, uh, we- No, it's another guy. 
Come on, that's forty. That's oh, five okay. minutes. Well, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Oh, he's charged. He left his team. Well, then, like I said, Fonte, we'll keep an eight, eye on that game eight, for eight. us. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, keep us up to date on that, Fonte. Uh, yeah. We were talking, and now we'll get to Anel. Uh, we were talking to Anel in case you probably heard how, about what's going on with WrestleMania, with uh, what's happening on Fastlane, uh, and the future of TNA. I mean, I've said it before, and I keep saying it every week. How I think they're on borrowed time. Minutes, they're on borrowed time, if you ask me. And there's some other games I could tell you about real quick before we get Anel's answer here. Right now, we can tell you, first off, uh, the Oklahoma Sooners are losing right now in the first round of the Big uh, 12 tournament, 52-46, with 10 and a half minutes to go. Uh, also, Georgetown is up one with 13 and a half minutes to go. There's still plenty of time in that game. Georgia is crushing Vanderbilt by 24 with nine minutes to go. And the Bucknell Bison are beating Colgate 35-21. But also today, ladies and gentlemen, there were some trades in the NFL. Michael Bennett is on his way to the Philadelphia Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, folks, the Philadelphia Eagles just got a big lineman and a fifth-round draft pick out of this hour for wide receiver Marcus Johnson. Of course, Bennett, of course, is on his way to Philadelphia. Of course, Atlanta, New England, Cleveland, Tampa Bay were also looking at him. So he is on his way there, we understand. Also, of course, earlier today it was reported, however, that Le'Veon Bell apparently might be threatening to sit out the whole season, however, for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year if he does not get what he wants, however. So, ladies and gentlemen, that will be very interesting to see what happens. And well, whatever it is, J.B., he's done. We got James Conner. Yeah, I That's agree. All. Unless they go after another big draft. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the L.A. Rams have traded Alec Ogletree to the New York Giants for two draft picks. Our Ogletree, of course, signed a four-year extension with the Rams in October. The deal was worth $42 million. Uh, With with $33 million coming in the first three years of the deal, the veteran linebacker will also collect a $7 million roster bonus next week, however the third day of the league year, and will count against $10 million on the cap this season. So, folks, there you go. Of course, the Giants will be trading their fourth and sixth round picks and next year's seventh round pick, however, as well as a second rounder this year to get Ogletree. So, folks, the Rams and the Giants are playing. Let's make a deal today. And one other person we'll tell you about real quick, however, before we get in, thoughts on what's going on with TNA and WWE. Of course, there has been early reports surfacing, and it could be official maybe in the next few days or even week that Kirk Cousins is on his way out of the nation's capital. But also today, we can tell you earlier today, BC beat North Carolina State 91-87. Arizona State lost to Colorado earlier tonight, 97-85. And Louisville beat Florida State by 8, 82-74 in the ACC tournament. So those are some of the scores going on right now. Fonzie, of course, will keep us up to date on the Penguin game, as you know. And one final other last big game we can tell you about. The Stanford Cardinal beat the Cal Bears today, 76-58 in the first round of the Pac-12 tournament. So, folks, those are some of the games going on right now as we speak. Uh, I am done talking basketball, at least for the time being. I am going to now go back into wrestling talk, however, because that's what we do here. Sometimes we go a little out of bounds, but that's the way we like to do it here. I will turn it back over now to Anel and get Anel's thoughts about what's going on in the status of TNA in WWE as of late. And I know, I'm sure he'll give us the same old thing, but he might also add some other things, however, to uh, give us uh, our thoughts on. So, Anel, the floor is yours again, my friend. Please go right ahead and tell us what you have to say. Okay, so you, so you, so you're gonna you were asking a question before, right? About um, about uh, Fastlane and uh, WrestleMania. 
Yeah, your thoughts on what's up what, what, right now? I mean, the status of the, both uh, of both WWE and TNA, but also the status of the WWE in general between Fastlane and WrestleMania. I mean, the status of that, and also the status of WWE and TNA right now, in your opinion. Uh, well, like I, like I said, I haven't I haven't watched TNA uh, since uh, since AJ Styles left. So I think that was back what in uh, two thousand nine, I believe, or two thousand eight. I don't remember mm-hmm. the year, but I haven't. I haven't paid attention to TNA since then, so I so I think I think they're like uh, just just going with what they have, you know. Like uh, you you said uh, you said Bobby Lashley is about to exit, EC3 uh, exited already, and then um, who else exited? Uh, it was like big names that exited. Yeah, even the women's division now are are gone too, like Gail Kim and Angelina Love and all this guy. Right. Yeah, so you have so you have a loss in in the women's roster as well, and not just the men. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as far as fastlane goes, yeah, we did we did mention there's two additional matches. You have Shinsuke and Rusev, and then you have the uh, tag match with Becky and Naomi versus uh, Carmella and Natalia. So, mm-hmm. uh, the card is just, I guess, not watchable. I guess because you have like title matches, but they're not. Like you know, on a high pedestal, they're just mid card matches. Yeah, you know, please. Yes. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Go ahead. Um. So yeah. So there's like a lot of like mid card matches going uh, in in there. So I think so I think Mania should be better than mm-hmm. Fastlane if they book it correctly. Yes. Yes, um, I would agree. I would agree there, no doubt about it. Very good point indeed. Uh, I do have some updates here, guys, and this is going to interest you. How about NXT? How I think you guys might want to hold on your seats for this because this is going to really interest you. First off, however, uh, we do understand, ladies and gentlemen, there is an update involving the Dusty Roads tournament and also uh, some other news that is going to blow your, blow your mind. According to reports, this is from Jeremy Thomas and 411 Mania just a short time ago that came in with this report, ladies and gentlemen. New details have made their way in regard to Bobby Fish's status as well as plans for the NXT Tag Team titles. Fish, as you know, suffered a knee injury last Sunday in Indianapolis, Indiana. And according to reports, however, at tonight's taping that's going on right now in Orlando, however, mind you, he was seen on crutches. According to the site, Fish will have surgery in the next few days, and as a result, the Undisputed Era will be stripped of the NXT Tag Team titles, however, and as a result, however, the Dusty Tag Team Tournament Classic Hour will crown new champions, if you will. So apparently Bobby Fish is going to be out for a while. In addition to that... This is going to blow your mind, guys. First off, tonight, Howard, this was actually, they're taping, I believe, the next couple weeks, Howard, and maybe even the show after, however, unless they're just doing the next couple weeks, Howard, to the end of the month, Howard. We understand that tonight, Howard, that NXT debuted a new wrestler, and you guys will absolutely freak when you hear who it was. Take a guess. I'll give you guys a chance to guess. And now, who do you think it is? Mm, I really don't know. <laughs> I have no Fon- guess. All right, Fonty, do you have a guess? <laughs> Nikki Bella. <laughs> <laughs> good guess. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean that wasn't a bad guess. I don't give him that. I mean that was a, that was a good guess. No, folks. It, I mean, Fonty, I will give you that. That was a good try. No, folks. 
It is Ethan Carter the third. E C three. Yep. He will be debuting tonight, however, oddly enough, however, on the March twenty eighth show, however. But this is gonna blow the lid off of everything, guys. So again, hold on to your seats, however, as John likes to say sometimes, hold on to your butts because this is gonna blow your mind. NXT has announced tonight they are creating a new championship belt. That's right, a new title. It is going to be called, I'm just trying to find it here, so guys, bear with me here. I'm trying to find it here. I just saw it a few minutes ago. Uh, You're the guy. Well, no, Fonzie's, of course, getting into the That's hockey. Fine. That's right, no problem. Let's see here. Let's take a look here. I'll tell you what it is. Hold on. Uh, like I said, okay, here we go. They are currently planning a new NXT title. It is called, however, the NXT North American Championship. And it could see its debut at TakeOver New Orleans, believe it or not. This will be the second title after the Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships will reportedly be added to 205 Live after WrestleMania. But guys, this is not, that's not the only thing. This is going to blow your mind. Because EC3 did make his debut, however, tonight, however, on, in which the show, however, mind you, the new title will be defended, however, during WrestleMania week. But this is where things get interesting, guys. William Regal apparently gave EC3 the title and said it's nice of Regal to create the title to give him on his debut, however. Regal says everyone is glad to have EC3 in XT, but he will not be in anything like the rest of the superstars. Instead... EC3 and five other superstars that he will choose will compete in a ladder match. That's right, a ladder match at TakeOver the night before WrestleMania to determine the first ever North American title. So apparently William Regal, however, is not, uh, well, let's just say he is not giving EC3, however, anything on a, let's just say, a bed of roses and a silver platter, if you will. And now I gotta ask you, what is your thoughts about these new belts coming into WWE? And now are you with us still? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you're uh, you're okay, you're talking to me now. Yeah, you had like a mouthful to to uh, to talk about, so I I thought I'd, I'd wait until you were finished. But yeah, um, I think yeah, I think I think I think the name of the title is, is kind of confusing. You know, North American. Uh, that's that's kind of a head scratcher, but. But I guess, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess giving EC3 the title belt uh, ahead of the match is, I, I guess that's a good idea. But then he gets to choose his five opponents. I wonder, wonder who, uh, which five, which five opponents he's gonna choose. Though. That's that's the interesting part. Yeah, I agree. And I think, and I'll tell you, I think two of the guys I could see maybe going for that belt. One of them, one of them could be back soon as Drew McIntyre. I could see him maybe get back on the scene. Another guy I could really see uh, be getting a chance, unless he's on his way to the WWE, is uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. You could see him, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Those are just two of the guys I would look at, maybe. But again, you never know. I mean, we will be watching this very, very carefully, however. Fonzie, what's your take of these two new belts that are showing up in WWE? And what do you make of EC3 showing up, however, his first night in, however, and demanding that he should be given the title only to have William Regal turn his back on him and say, you're going to have to earn it now? Uh, so the new belts are for the WWE, you said? 
Yes, uh, for the 205 Live thing, it will be the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles, and then the North American, the new North American title will be given on TakeOver Weekend in New Orleans. And also, Drew McIntyre and Johnny Gargano, I said, are two of the guys I could see maybe going after this belt. Why are you doing a commercial at the Firefly? What's your uh, thoughts about this? Uh, should be decent. I don't think you'll see the belts. Yes. And, of course, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm really surprised that WWE is going with this belt, however. But uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, of course. A lot of the Cruiser, uh, the hardcore belt. Yeah, see I, see, I was thinking that, too. You know, I understand WWE is doing the Cruiserweight thing right now. I agree, however. And they should bring like that belt back. I agree, however, but uh, we'll have. To, I mean, I'm surprised they have not uh, done anything with that belt, however, or really done anything with it, if you ask me. However, but um, go figure, you know. However, very yeah, very interesting. <laughs> but here's yeah. another thing that's going to interest you guys. However, uh, Raven, however, Scott Levy, one of the smartest characters in wrestling, recently spoke with Title Match Wrestling about his run in ECW and talked about some stuff, however, and. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on his comments. Here's what he had to say, however, about some of the things, however, in the interview. On the original idea for his character, Raven was quoted as saying, The original idea was I was going to come in for three months to get Tommy Dreamer over. Paul E. didn't realize what I was doing with the character and thought I was going to do like a Misfit Grungy character, but still a comedy character. Because that's all I've done before was chicken shit heels. And that's what he thought it was going to be. But when he saw it wasn't, that's when the wheels started to turn. And I told Paul E. before we even moved forward, and he even realized that's what it was. I said, look, if you want me to help him, me to get him over quick, we need to have a backstory. Because if we have a backstory, there's already an emotional investment tied in. We can get, skip three months of programming. We can just jump into the meat of the programming if there's a backstory. So I came up with the backstory when he gave me Stevie Richards. Now, on Heyman booking Dreamer to beat him before he left to go to WCW, here's what Raven said about that. He couldn't know that I would be back in two years, and he couldn't count on that. And he had to get his mileage out of me. His mileage out of me. I had to put Tommy over finally to give Caritha give stability to the feud. But in hindsight, sure, we never should have done it. Me and Tommy both thought we never should have done it. But from Paulie's point of view, we absolutely had to do it. I totally see that now. And now, what are your thoughts about Raven's comments here about that? Uh, well, I, I did see him, like, back in the uh, Attitude Era, but not when he was with uh, with WCW. So I guess... um. So I guess his character, yeah, it was it was kind of it was kind of walky, like it wasn't really it wasn't really an interesting character, but but like he said, you know, he had to he had to do what what Polly uh, told him to do. So I guess he uh, he just went with what what he was told. You know, if he if he got if he got to do his own character, that would have been much better uh, in in my opinion instead mm-hmm. of what he did what he what he did uh, according to uh, what he was told. Mm-hmm. I agree. Very good point, indeed. And, I, and of course, I was not a fan of the Johnny Polo gimmick when he was in the early '90s. However, that's when I started getting back into wrestling again after taking some time off for a long time, uh, back in like '94, '95, when he was managing the Quebecers. Uh, he was okay, as Scotty Flamingo, for a time. But I think when he started developing the Kurt Cobain, like uh, 
character, and he started getting infused with, like, Dreamer and Sandman, I started uh, becoming a fan of Ravens. And like I said, I think when he was in WCW with the whole Ravens nesting or the Ravens uh, uh, thing oh, was, like, God. Saturn, Billy Kidman, and all those guys, however. Right. I think a lot of people had some questions about where he was going with it. I mean, he fought with guys like Chris Benoit, DDP, among others, however. I think one of the more uh, interesting matches he had, if you can go back and watch, however, that was really unique, however, was the match he had with Goldberg, however, and that was the night after Spring Stampede 98, however. That proved to be one of his last appearances in WCW, of course. Excuse me. Uh, he left the company shortly thereafter, and then he showed back up uh, the very first night. Uh, or, yeah, the very first night ECW was doing their TNN show in 1999. Of course, they were taping uh, that show that night in Queens, New York, and they aired it the following week, I remember. But that was when he came back into ECW uh, early September of 99 with Tommy Dreamer. And as a result, took on Devon and Bubba Ray. And this is when Devon and Bubba Ray were on their way to the WWF at the time, however. And the fans were like, holy shit, what's he doing back <laughs> here? And uh, Tommy was surprised at anyone because uh, no one knew about this. And they talk about it in the rise and fall of ECW DVD. And uh, Taz talks about it a little bit along with Heyman. They did not interview Raven in this piece, which was really surprising. But Tommy talked about that uh, he, him, Raven had a lot of heat with the boys when he left uh, originally to go back to WCW. Because at the time, he says, for the longest time, Paul E. Heller said that anyone came from WCW or who was from WCW, Eric Bischoff and uh, the whole WCW organization, no pun intended, was uh, the Taliban. They were evil. They were uh, the bad boys, however. Let's just say they didn't stand for anything except they loved to uh, stick you and just basically put a knife in your back, you know? And he says that uh, uh, Bischoff, Star Sullivan, Benoit, uh, Jericho, how not just Sullivan, Benoit, Jericho, Malenko, and Eddie on one false swoop, and along with the Cruiserweights. Yeah, maybe that's true. But you know what? ECW did pretty good on their own with the young talent they got, too. Guys like Dreamer, like RVD, like Sandman. Hell, the Cruiserweight division in ECW wasn't bad either. I mean, they had some good talent there, too, even after those guys left to go to WCW. They brought in guys like yeah. Nunzio, and Tajiri, and Super Crazy, and Jerry Lynn, you know? So don't tell me anything different. I think the real final knife in the heart of ECW came was when Taz left. Because once Taz took off to go to WWE in 2000, however, it was just a matter of time until they just really just sank to the bomb. They thought, oh, let's bring Mike Awesome, who's a pretty good wrestler in Japan, our, our top guy. Well, Mike Awesome was champion for a few months, and then he kind of knifed them. Then who else did you have after that besides Rob Vaneham? You didn't have too many guys that really deserved the main event spot. I mean, there were mid-carders trying to push up to the card, like a Jack Victory, like a Steve Carino, like a Rhino, like a Tajiri, like I said. But at the same time, I think the problem with ECW is that deal with TNN. I think when WWE took off the first time to go from USA to go over to TNN for a brief time, before they came back to USA, however, I think that was pretty much the death sense of ECW. And Paulie knew right then, and he even told everyone in this in promos and magazines and shoot interviews on online and offline with certain people, however, that for the longest time, him and Vince McMahon were not the best of friends because he did not think that Vince deserved a chance to just uh, stick him out there and hang him out to dry out while WCW was sinking by the wayside and that him and his company at the time that he had taken over from Todd Gordon back in the mid-90s, however, from him and Eddie Gilbert, however, and also WCW would go away so quickly. But I think once WCW and ECW basically were hung out to dry by WWE and Vince McMahon, they just proved to be, well... Like I said, they just they, they they couldn't compete. They just couldn't uh, stay alive in the war no longer. Fonzie, would you agree to that thought? Yeah, I agree with you. 
Okay. And now, what about you? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, well, like I said, teach their own guys. But that's just some of the stuff that's going on right now. Um, some other news, real quick, we'll talk about real quick as we uh, we'll keep everyone on the line for just a few more minutes. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, we'll have Wolfpack Radio beginning at 9 p.m. One three eight five two one. Be sure to check that out. We'll have a lot to talk about, I'm sure. There, of course, Sunday, as I said, ladies and gentlemen. Revolution will be coming to you yeah. live this week, however, at 5 p.m. with our predictions of Fast Lane, and who knows, a few bets might be made along the way beginning this Sunday. Of course, Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a doubleheader stack for you beginning at 7 p.m. with Wrestling yeah, Revisit. We were supposed to have it last night, but because of a prior obligation, unfortunately, we could not do it in time. We will be back, however, in the Time Machine show with Gerard T. Smith, myself, and whoever else comes on the line this Friday night at 7 p.m., 139926-pound, and then, of course, we'll have Wolfpack, or excuse me, not Wolfpack, we'll have Revolution for you again, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, we might also have our Fastlane predictions this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check that out. The caller ID is the same as tonight's show, beginning at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will have um, Power Hour for you beginning at 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. I'm not sure yet what time, but the call ID for that is 141364. Also, ladies and gentlemen, next Monday, that's right, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Raw Radio will have the aftermath of Fast Lane Hour with myself, John, and Nell, Fonzie, uh, and Chad, of course. Um, Chad, of course, will be on the line with us, and whoever else comes on the line, we will talk about what, the aftermath of Fastlane and get you all set up for what should be a very exciting uh, early St. Patrick's Day special, if you will, on Raw Radio. Also, we'll have more news, of course, from the past weekend, including an update on who will be playing in what region as far as the NCAA tournament goes. We'll have some more news about the Hall of Fame, on which... Members are going into the Hall of Fame next. We'll also talk about some other news outside of wrestling, including uh, some golf news for this weekend, which Tiger Woods will be playing down there in the Nails Neck of the Woods there in Tampa, if you will, over there at the Vals Park Championship beginning tomorrow. Of course, uh, Tiger will be competing with Jordan Spieth, we understand, this weekend. However, let's just say down there in Tampa, and we'll let you know how he does, but we'll also let you know who's going to be doing that. So a lot to go down this week, but I think the big story this week, obviously, is going to be March Madness coming up, St. Patrick's Day around the corner, the aftermath of Fastlane, and more news about heading into WrestleMania as well. And as we said earlier, Fonzie is keeping us up to date on the Penguins-Flyers game, and we're going to get an update on that very quickly. Fonzie, what do we got on the game right now? So zero zero. We're on the third fire play. And we are, what, 0 for 2 tonight so far? One, yeah, 0 for 2. 0 for 2? Okay, so there you go, folks. Yeah, it's going back and forth with the penalties. So. Well, you knew it was going to be a war because... Yeah. These, these Sorry. Two, that's all right. These two teams are definitely... The who, we did it today? Yeah, we did. Nice. So the Penguins, ladies and gentlemen, are off to a good start already. one Phil nothing. Kessel. Phil Kessel. Phil the Hot Dog Man Kessel. Okay, so... <laughs> There we go. Uh, we have an update on the Penguin game. Thank you very much, Fonzie. Fonzie's giving us uh-huh. an update now, ladies and gentlemen. It is now one nothing Pittsburgh right now, as it is late in the first period, ladies and gentlemen, however. So the Michael Penguins... Bennett is in the between the box with Peter McGuire. <laughs> oh, okay. So Phil, so Phil Kessel got the first goal of the night, however. We hope yeah. to get a, uh, to be, do we have an update who, who assisted him on that. Oh, my God. Nice. Uh, it was a wide-open net. So, so it was a clear. Sh- so he got. So it was just a regular goal. No one assisted, then, correct? Yeah, somebody passed, but I don't know who it was. 
All right, well, they... Well, oh, Gina, Gina Paskin. Gina Malkin. It's again a Malkin continuing his uh, red-hot uh, season for the Penguins, getting the assist on the Phil Kessel hot dog goal. So there you go, folks. Phil Kessel, the hot dog man, scoring here late in the first period in Philadelphia tonight. Yep. And right now, as Fonzie did just say, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update right now. And Cindy Crosby, too. So Phil Kessel yeah. gets his 28th goal of the season late in the first period as the Penguins jump out and are one point ahead of the Flyers going into tonight, Howard, hopefully trying to get back in the first place, Howard. They are up one nothing late in the first tonight in Philadelphia. So we'll be watching this throughout the night on Revolution as well. We will also be talking about SmackDown here in just a few moments. And speaking of just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a couple other scores to report real quick on basketball. One last thing before we wrap it up here. Oklahoma is losing to Oklahoma State in the first round of the Big 12 tournament right now with three minutes to go by 11-64-53. Notre Dame has creeped back to within five. There's still time, so they're only down five now with 6.50 to go. However, in the second half, Georgia up 17 against Vanderbilt with 40 seconds to go. It looks like Georgia will move on. St. John's and Georgetown. This is a game to watch, folks. Georgetown's only down five with seven minutes to go against the Red Storm. And the Bucknell Bison are up on Colgate, 43-29. Now, coming up here in just a little bit, we will have Lamar and Central Arkansas be tipping off in the Southland. Men's well, tournament. End of the first period. The and we have, we have an update from Fonzie. Thank you very much, Fonzie. Fonzie is letting us know now. It is the end of the first 20 minutes in Philadelphia tonight. The Penguins are up one nothing there. Oh, so, Ronnie Francis is out as a GM for Carolina. Oh, okay. and we have an update now also from Fonzie. So thank you very much, Fonzie. Fonzie is letting us also know, ladies and gentlemen, We just got an update that former Pittsburgh Penguin and Hartford Whaler and Carolina Hurricane superstar Ron Francis, old number 10 of the Penguins, however, and other teams, however, has been dismissed tonight on the Carolina Hurricanes as GM. So apparently the Hurricanes are, let's just say, looking for a new GM right now as they let their GM go earlier this evening. So, folks, we got a lot, we've got we covered a lot of the bases tonight, guys. We were expecting King NWO and the Black Widow tonight. Hopefully we'll hear from them shortly. But, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely be uh, keeping you up to date if we hear anything else. Uh, I'm going to ask my colleagues if they have anything else to close us out with for the evening. Uh, Fonzie, you got anything else to close us out with tonight? Uh, not yet. Uh, All right. Maybe uh, not a, when we do the debate. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we are in the debate, actually. Uh, the, the 9 o'clock one. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk to you. At, we'll talk to you at nine o'clock then. However, so we'll catch up yeah. with you in a little bit. Uh, and El, do you have anything else you want to close this out with? However, oh uh, yeah, two things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, um, Raw and SmackDown. So like, uh, I know you're gonna do it on Revolution, but you know, debate is debate is the show. So might as well um, uh, get get this out off my chest. Uh, so Please. for Raw, like. Yeah, it was it was a pit, it was a, it was a bad show as uh, as a whole, you know, with uh, with Ronda opening it, and then uh, the matches were kind of corny. Uh, yeah. But I think but I think SmackDown was really good. Um, just like just like me and you talked about on uh, Outside the Ropes, I think um, the Fatal Five Way match was pretty good, mm-hmm. and then they had you know Carmella and Zig- Ziggler come back after a while, so it was good to see Ziggler in a match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had Be- yeah, so Becky versus Carmella what happened? Yeah, that was good. And then mm-hmm. the Fatal Five Way was was good as well. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other stuff was okay. You had like Jinder and Randy. You know, Randy has has to have an opponent, so they put Jinder in front of him, which you know, Randy actually won. So right. That's, well, yeah, he's gonna be prepared for Bobby Roode, so that that should be interesting. Well, you talk about Jinder real quick, and I'm gonna ask you this, Howard, and I kind of okay. up early. Do we see uh, Jinder maybe being added to the Orton Roode match on Sunday and turn it into a triple threat for the U.S. title? Or do they keep it one on one? Uh, 
in your opinion? Mm, I don't. I don't think he should be in the triple threat because that that would just mess up the whole storyline, right? Because you, uh-huh. you've seen you've seen Randy Orton and uh, and Bobby Roode uh, do finish other finishers on each other and you know attack each other uh, from right. behind. So I don't think. So I don't think Ginger Mahal should should be in there because he's not he's not part of the storyline if I if I'm if I remember correctly. Right, right. Oh yes, I agree. I know so it would has... be it would be just it would be it would be just a sliding kind of thing. You're, you're sliding sliding Ginger Mahal in the match for no reason. You know, you're sliding him sliding him in and putting him in a triple threat, which wouldn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good point. Very good point um, indeed. Yeah, and, and we'll definitely be watching it. No question about it. It'll be very interesting to keep an eye on it. No doubt about it. So we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. Of course, we'll talk more about the aftermath of SmackDown as well as the Mixed Match Challenge, the 205 Live show, which got very interesting uh, last night, however. So we'll definitely be talking more about that here in just a few moments. Uh, I do see the boss man on his way into the studio right now, so we're going to cut it loose a little bit here early. I do want to thank both of you for coming on the line tonight. I also want to thank my call. Uh, people who have been listening to the show tonight for episode number 90. We are now nine episodes away as of tonight of the big 100 plateau. We will be hitting that mark I am sure sometime in late April, possibly the first week of May. We don't really know. We're at 90. We're at 90 now. We'll be at 91 next week. So I imagine in the next two or three yeah, I, I'm guessing sometime in late April early May we'll hit that century mark as well. So folks, we're uh, going by leaps and bounds here. So there you go. Uh, on that note, folks, again, I do want to thank uh, the Heartbreak Kid and the Rattlesnake for coming in tonight. Again, we will be checking in with uh, the boss man very shortly. Hopefully, we will have the birthday boy also on with us tonight. And also, who knows what we got in store for tonight. We might have a title bout trivia match tonight. We also might have more of uh, Have You Ever, shall we say. We've come up with some good ones last night, especially after last night. Believe me, there were some good ones last night, but you never know what we got in store for tonight. So, folks, in fact, I see right now the birthday boy is now logged into the chat, so uh, we'll be uh, unfortunately hearing from him shortly here. So, John, if you want to get your birthdays and dates ready for our revolution, we're going to wrap it up here. But uh, I'll mark myself. In fact, he's just said surprise, mother effers. So, John, uh, we definitely see you there. Uh, we'll talk to you here in just a little bit, however. So, if you want to get your birthdays and dates going on revolution, uh, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Uh, again, we'll be checking in with Anel in the chat box along with John here in just a little bit. Also, he says hello to all of us, Howard, so we'll talk to you shortly, John. But like I said, we'll talk to everyone here in just a little bit. We'll have more updates on the NXT show tonight, however, here in just a little bit. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out tonight with a little good tune, however, of David Bowie, if you will, if the song changes. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, for the Rattlesnake, for the Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and we'll talk to you in a little bit, gang. So catch you on the flip side in just a little bit. Good night, everyone. Bye, JD.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.